Hey guys, my name is Sean. I'm an addict. Hey guys, didn't see you there. Um, thank you, Eric, for asking me to uh, speak. And um, it's always an honor. Funny story. Very first time Eric asked me to speak at a meeting. He said, yeah, can you speak at a meeting? And I said, yeah, sure. He said, it's HA. And I went, what's that, Hooker's Anonymous? <laughs> He's like, uh, no, it's Heroin's Anonymous. I was like, what? That's a thing? I used to do that. He's like, yeah, that's a thing. I was like, wow. And I fell in love with you guys, and I've been here. Um, I threw my life away, and it was given back to me as a free gift on uh, October 21st, 2019. And uh, I've been walking uh, hand in hand the spirit of the universe ever since. Although some days it doesn't feel like it, <laughs> but that's just a feeling. Um, I was told not to focus only on my feelings when I first got here, or else I would feel my way out of something that has saved my life. Not just saved it, but gave me one as well. Um, and plus, if you're anything like me, then your wire's brained a little bit. I'm sorry, your yes. brain's wired. Yeah, see? See what I'm saying? Your brain's wired a little bit backwards. Mine is, right? And, uh, and I can prove it. I'm standing in front of the judge for the umpteenth time, and the judge goes, uh, why'd you do that, right? Um, see, most people think, then they do, and then they feel. Right? Think, do, feel. Right? I'm standing in front of the judge, and the judge goes, why'd you do that? And I go, uh, mm, felt like it. Right? He looks at me, he goes, didn't you think about it? I go, that's, that's what I'm doing now. I'm thinking about it. Right? <laughs> Man, I'm so in love with you guys. I really am. Um, even you, John. <laughs> uh, and you know, and, and the reason why I'm so in love with you guys and uh, this program is because you guys answered that question that burned deep down in my soul for so many years. You know, I could never find an answer to it. Um, it's a question I've always asked myself when I was alone, right? Uh, 4 or 5 a.m., sun's just coming up. You know, I come to, and there's blood running down my arm. It's real quiet. And the silence is so loud that it used to bust my eardrums. And the question goes like this. <clears throat> What's wrong with me? My God, what is wrong with me? And uh, I came here, and I met you guys, and uh, you guys answered that question for me. But not only an answer, and also a solution right after it. See, that, that question and answer is, uh, is the difference between life and death for us. At least for me, I'm sorry. Um, see, somebody's gonna die tonight within a rifle range of this building. And the crazy thing is, 
they won't even know why. They won't know why they're dying. Not only do we have an answer, we also have a solution for that, right? Um, so I was, um, I, was born, uh, I was born in Iran. And uh, you know, we had to flee the country when I, was, when I was 10 years old. But that's not what made me an addict, right? Um, <laughs> fast forward a few years, the very first time I had, a, I had any mind-altering substances, uh, like most people, was alcohol and weed, right? Where uh, um, <clears throat> my homeboy Sam picks me up from down the block, we're going to this middle school dance, right? Picks me up in this stolen Impala, and uh, you know, and we're driving to the dance, and, and I keep looking over in the cup holder, and there's a blunt in there. And I look, and I look forward, and I look again, and I look forward, and I look again, and I look forward. He's like, hey, man, you want to smoke a blunt? And I look at him, and I go, no way, dude. Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm never doing drugs. Drugs are for losers. <laughs> so we get there to the, uh, to the dance, and it was your typical middle school dance, right? All the girls are on one side, and all the guys are on the other side. Right, and our hands in our pocket, and we're doing this number, right? And uh, and Sam comes and tugs on my shirt, and he goes, "Hey, come out back! I got something for you." And I go, "Okay." And we go out back. It's me, Sam, and a couple of other guys, and 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 he hands me his drink. He's like, "Here, take a sip." And I took a big sip, and I went, "Oh, it tastes like shit. What is it?" And uh, he goes, "It's wine." And I pass it to the guy next to me, and he takes a sip, and the next guy takes a sip, and the next one does, and it gets back to me, and they skip me. And I go, hey, what the fuck, man? He's like, well, I thought you said it tasted like crap. I said, well, I still want some, right? So I took it, I took another swig, and they took another swig, and I took another swig, and they took another swig, and I took another swig, and we walked back into the, uh, back into the dance, and um, the, uh, <laughs> I like the effects produced by it, right, right then and there. Um, you see, I uh, felt a little bit taller, right? I, uh, uh, well, a lot taller, if you remember. <laughs> Thanks, John. I know that's what he was thinking. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was a little bit cuter, right? Uh, hell, it seemed like, you know, all the girls want to dance with me now. And, uh, right, and I'm, and I'm doing my thing, and, and I'm, man, I'm fixing to show these fools how to Dougie. Right, and uh, you know we had a grand old time, and and uh, it was time to go. And I tell Sam, "Hey man, you know take me home. My dad's gonna whoop my ass. I need you to take me to my cousin's house." And he goes, "Okay." And he takes me to my cousin's house, and and I get there, and I and I climb through the backyard, and I knock on his window, and and I climb in. And he was like, "The fuck's wrong with you?" I go, "I don't know, man. You know we drank this stuff, and I fucking feel great." And uh, he goes, uh, well, was it alcohol? I go, I don't know, I think. Well, my dad's got some in the kitchen. You know, you want to go drink some? I'm like, of course I do. So we go on in the kitchen, and, and it, it was fucking bourbon. And we're drinking bourbon, and, uh, uh, you know, we're puking all over the place. And, and, you know, at some point we pass out, and we wake up, and, and you know, I wake up in my own urine, or at least I hope it was my own urine. And I wake up, and... Uh, um, I'll come to, and uh, you know, I, I can hear my uncle walks in and goes, "What the fuck?" 
right? What in the fuck, Barry, is going on here, right? And uh, all of a sudden, he, you know, he turns on the lights and opens the blinds and, and you know, he's blaring fucking Pink Floyds on the, on the stereo. And, uh, uh, and uh, he goes, wake up, guys. We're going to go do some yard work. Like, it's fucking 7 a.m. We're going to do yard work? And I can hear my aunt screaming at my uncle saying, aren't you going to punish them? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. The alcohol is going to punish them enough, right? And it was a shit day. We did some yard work and did, you know, did some fencing, painted the fence, and, you know, the siding of the house. And I remember that night I was going to sleep and I was like, that was a shit day, right? But I think I'll do it again, right? Uh, but that's still not what made me an alcoholic or a drug addict. Fast forward a few years, I got a little bit older and I started hanging out with these cats that, you know, uh, uh, you know, these cats I had no business hanging around with and, and they used to tell, tell me stuff like, hey man, you know, if you ever get caught with this shit, tell them you're selling it. Don't tell them you're using it. Because if you tell them you're using it, they'll send you to AA and NA and CA and HA and, you know, all them, all them spots and them people crazy, right? <laughs> So I got caught with it, and I went, uh, hey, man, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm selling this shit, man. I ain't using it, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, uh, they sent me to prison. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bastards. Um, so, you know, so I did that little time, and I, and I get out, and uh, now I learned my lesson. So the second time around, I get caught with it, you know. And I'm on, I'm on parole, so I ain't got no bond. I'm sitting in the county jail in all orange. And, and some guy comes up and you know, says my name. And I run up there and I go, hey, man. He's like, yeah. And I go, I'm using this stuff, man. I ain't selling it. Right? He looks at me and he goes, a quarter pound of dope? And I go, yeah, man. I really love this shit. <laughs> you know? And uh, he goes, okay, well, we're going to get in front of the judge right now. Uh, yes, Your Honor. No, Your Honor. Thank you, Your Honor. That's all you're going to say. And I said, okay. He said, no, I'm serious. That's all you're going to say, dude. And I said, okay, I got you, man. Damn. So I'm all shackled up, and we get, up, we get out there. And, and as soon as we get up there, and <clears throat> he goes, Your Honor, it's obvious this kid's got a problem. And as soon as he said that, I turned and looked to him, and I said, man, fuck you. You got a problem. I ain't got no fucking problems. <laughs> problem. Right? And uh, the judge goes, well, son, it's either back to prison or it's treatment. And all of a sudden, my mind changed, and I went, Your Honor, I got a fucking problem, man, you know? I ain't no fucking solution in jail, right? Uh, send me the treatment. The time don't even add up. You know, two more years or 90 days, or fuck, send me the treatment. Uh, so I end up at this, uh, at this treatment center out in, uh, in Texas, and, um, you know, I met this guy, uh, this, uh, this angel by the name of Billy. And uh, there'd be a different guy here if it wasn't for Billy. And Billy goes, uh, hey, Sean, you know, you ever, you ever try to quit? And I go, uh, yeah, Billy, you know, I quit all the time, you yeah. know? He goes, yeah, but did you ever really, really, really decide, like, you ain't never going to do it again, right? Like, you really want to stop, and, like, I'm going to stop? And I said, uh, yeah, I done that. He said, well, shit, what happened? And I thought about it for a second, and I went, well, hell, I'm, I'm here, ain't I? You dumb son bitch, right? I'm sitting right in front of you. And he goes, no, but did you ever really, 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 really decide, right? Put your foot down and say, I ain't never going to do it again? Like, I'm done with this shit, man. This shit's ruining my life. Really decide you're never going to do it again? 
And I thought about it for a second, and I said, yeah, Billy, you know, <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, I've done that, too. And he said, uh, well, shit, what happened, Sean? And I said, uh, well, hell, I just decided, you know, I wanted to get loaded again, right? And he laughed at me, and, you know, he said, uh, are you saying it now? Are you saying that you're done for good, you ain't never going to do it again? I said, yeah, Billy, I'm saying it now. Like, I don't think you understand, Billy. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I ain't, I ain't going to touch that shit no more, right? And he goes, okay, he gave me a a piece of paper and he gave me a pen and he said write it down right and then he said sign it let me sign it get everybody around this motherfucker to sign it right he said take it home get your mom your dad your sisters your uncle your auntie your cousins get all of them to sign it get that son bitch notarized and get it framed and let me put it up on the wall right so when you go out and when you get loaded again i can point to it and say what the fuck happened you promised you said you decided you were done you ain't gonna do it no more right and it didn't really make sense to me. And then he went on to say, he said, Sean, could it possibly be that you have this merciless illness, right? He called it an illness. He said, this merciless illness that tells you it's okay for you to go out and take that first one. And that same son bitch convinces you it was your own idea. And it really didn't make any fucking sense to me still. Um... A couple days later, we're sitting in a group, and uh, uh, you know, this dude was doing group, and, and he goes, uh, he looks around the room, and he goes, hey, man, any of you guys ever stayed sober? It was like 20 of us. And I'm looking around, and you know, ain't nobody raising their hand, and I, I'm like, right here, right here. And he goes, yeah, you? And I go, yeah, man, this one time, 23 whole months in TDC, man, I ain't do nothing. I'm talking about nothing. He goes, okay. Any of you guys ever stayed sober? And I went, what? Okay, maybe this hand doesn't work. So I raised the other hand, and he said, yeah, you. And I said, yeah, man, this one time, like eight whole months I was fighting a case in the county, I ain't do nothing, dude. Like, I ain't, I ain't touch nothing, right? He goes, okay, any of you guys ever stayed sober? And I'm looking around like, what the fuck? <laughs> There's something wrong with this guy, right? I'm thinking, my God, they let him run group, <laughs> you know? I'm embarrassed for this bitch. <laughs> um, he went on to say some more stuff, and he said some other things, and then he said, uh, when you use again. And I went, I, I think he meant if. Yeah, I'm sure he meant if. And then he said some more stuff, and then he said, when you use again. And this time, he looked directly at me. He said, when you use again. I'm like, all right. You know, I'm, I'm going to let the dumb son bitch make it. He's obviously got a couple of, you know, he's, he ain't all there, right? I'm going to let him make it. And the third time he said it, he pointed at me. He said, when you use again, right? And I'm upset now. I'm fixing to go tell one of the counselors on him, right? Like, he's supposed to be giving us hope and shit. Talking about when I, when I use again? Come on, man. So after group, I pulled him aside. I said, hey, man, what's up with that shit, dude? I don't think you understand, man. I can't use again. That's it. And he laughed. And he said, oh, yeah, why is that? I said, look, man, I don't think you understand. You know, the family said, forget you got a fucking family, right? The, the girl's long gone. You know, I burnt the career down. Hell, the judge said this time around, he gonna bury me under the prison, right? I said, I don't think you understand him, boy. I can't use again, right? That's it for me. And he laughed and he said, uh, yes, the fuck you can. Yes, the fuck you will like that, right? Um, see, I come to learn that as long as I thought I could quit, I couldn't stay quit. But once I learned and once I realized I couldn't fucking stay quit on my own. 
that's when things started changing. I also came to learn that, um, you know, being a drug addict or an alcoholic, right, at least for this guy here, doesn't mean that my ass can't get loaded again. It just means that my ass will get loaded again unless I do something about it. Unless I do some things about it. Um, so we're sitting in this, uh, in this AA meeting, and out in Texas, it's not 29 days or less. It's anybody's very first meeting, anytime, anywhere, right? And uh, uh, I'm selling some boxes, and I feel like shit. I'm detoxing. They're dragging me to these fucking meetings, right? And I don't want to fucking be there. And uh, he goes, uh, 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 and you know, the chip person goes, uh, anybody's very first meeting, anytime, anywhere. And this guy raises his hand and goes, hey, I'm so-and-so, and I'm alcoholic, right? And Billy was sitting next to me, and Billy goes, hey, man. <laughs> He ain't never, you know, he ain't never been at AA, right? This is his very first meeting, anytime, anywhere. I wonder why he's, you know, identify as alcoholic. And I went, uh, hell, I don't know, Billy. You know, I, I don't even give a fuck, right? I just need my next dose of Suboxone. So after the meeting, we went up to him, and, and Billy goes, hey, man, I'm Billy, and this is Sean, and, you know, we're glad you're here. And, uh, uh, you know, Sean was wondering something, and I looked at Billy, and I said, fuck you, I wasn't wondering nothing, dude, right? <laughs> He goes, no, 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 but, but we were wondering, uh, you know, what makes you think you're alcoholic, man? And the guy goes, uh, well, you know, I get to drinking, and I drink some more, and I drink some more, and then I beat the old lady. Billy goes, okay, well, that makes you an asshole, not an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, what makes you think you're alcoholic, man? And the guy goes, well, you know, I get to drinking, and I drink some more, and I drink some more, and I crash the truck. And he goes, okay, well, that just makes you an idiot. I'm an alcoholic. What makes you think you're alcoholic? And the guy gave him a couple more and said, I don't know, the fucking George sent me here, right? And uh, Billy finally opened up the big book and, and he pointed in there and said, if and when you honestly want to, you find you can't you quit entirely. And that's what made me an alcoholic, right? I honestly wanted to. That's what made me a drug addict. I honestly wanted to at certain times. I couldn't quit entirely. Couldn't tell you the number of times I'd be in the county jail and and you know, after going back and forth, I you know, for about a month I finally get a bond and, and I and I'm on the phone and I'm calling everybody collect, right? I'm calling my mom, I'm calling my dad, I'm calling my cousin, I'm calling my sister, right? Anybody and everybody I know I'm calling oh what's her face, you know? And uh for about a month or so I get oh, you know, oh what's her face to finally answer the phone, right? And uh fellas, you guys know after she takes the first collect call, she's back on the team. You know, <laughs> it might take a little bit more work, but she's back on the team. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she takes the first collect call, and, baby, baby, I ain't never going to do it again, baby. You know, right? Baby, just please come get me, baby. I ain't never going to do it again, right? And uh crazy thing is, I really meant it. I really meant I'm never going to fucking do it again. I really, really wanted to stop. Didn't know how. Couldn't figure it out. Right. Um, so I'm over here at this uh, this treatment facility, and 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 they tell me that uh, that uh, I'm not an asshole. I'm just sick. Right. Um, and they describe this thing, and they and they call it an illness, and they said it's a medical illness. Right. And they tell me this thing about uh, about the allergy. Right. And uh, it wasn't hard for me to understand that, right? Like, I kind of got that part, right? I kind of got it, right? It was, uh, 
like this, right? Like, I'm allergic to penicillin. When I put penicillin in my body, I break out in rash, right? Um, if I am uh, really spiritual and I pray really hard and I meditate really hard and I get a shot of penicillin, I'm still gonna break out, right? If I really, 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 really don't want to break out and I take a penicillin shot, I'm gonna fucking break out, right? It's a medical illness, I got that part, right? And then they said, uh, I have this, uh, this obsession, right? Uh, and my friend uh, described the obsession one time. He said, uh, he said when he doesn't have it, he thinks he needs it, right? And that was my case. Um, so I was, there, was this, uh, there was this little girl when I, was, uh, when I was 14 or 13 or something, I don't know, she was in my school and I had a really big crush on her. Her name was Kelsey. I really liked Kelsey. Chelsea, I'm sorry, Chelsea. <laughs> Kelsey, Chelsea, you know, something like that, I don't remember. It was ages ago. Um, and uh, I really liked her, like really, really liked her, right? And then uh, me and her had a little falling out and, and, and I didn't like her no more, right? And I'm sitting on the bleachers and I'm sitting with my friends and I'm going, you know what? I don't, I never want to see her again. I hate her. I hate her so much. You know, she broke my little heart. Now, I, I don't care. I, I never want to see her or, or even hear her name again, right? And out of nowhere, I wonder what she's doing, right? But I don't care what she's doing. Forget her. I don't care, right? I wonder who she's with. Just me? Nobody ever had those thoughts? Um, realize how those thoughts come to you without you wanting them, at least for me. Right, I'm here to tell you guys, if I had a choice that day, whether, whether, whether if I had those thoughts or I didn't, I, I wouldn't if I had a choice. I'm also here to tell you that that's Little League shit, T-ball shit, right? That stops on its own. This thing for me never fucking stopped, right? And then um, they tell me that the uh, solution's spiritual. So I've got this medical condition, but in order for me to get well, I have to seek this spiritual solution. And what that meant is that I can get weller than I ever was, even before I got sick. So I'm sitting there in this, in this treatment facility and they're telling me things like, uh, you know, uh, whatever you do, Sean, don't leave here with the same head you came here with, right? They say, take your head off and kick it across the street if you have to, but whatever you do, do not leave here with the same head you came here with. And uh, I went to a meeting one day and some guy said, there's only one thing you gotta change, that's everything, right? And it got stuck in my head and I went back to the house and I couldn't fucking sleep and played over and over in my head, there's only one thing you gotta change, that's everything, there's only one thing you gotta change, that's everything, right? <coughs> so I left that treatment and I changed everything. Right, I lived in Houston, Texas. I up and moved to San Antonio, Texas. Right, I was in the car business. I got out. I got into oil business, oil and gas business. Right, I, uh, 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 you know, I used to drive fast cars. I, I switched it up. I started driving trucks. Right, uh, uh, I used to listen to you know hip hop music. I switched it up. I started listening to country and you know uh, uh, classic rock. I changed everything, but the one thing I didn't change was my way of thinking. Um, and what happened for me was. Uh, 
I was sitting there in the same way of thinking, uh, restless, irritable, and discontented. And I could only take it for so long, right? And then my same way of thinking said, okay, hold on. You know, maybe, just maybe, one last final dope deal to financially set me up for sobriety. Uh, and that one final dope deal led me down a lot of dark paths, back to prison again, right? And, uh, you know, fast forward a uh, couple overdoses later, uh, two more prison trips later, right? Um, I find myself uh, on a plane out here to California, right? And I get out here and, uh, and I'm at this, uh, I'm at this treatment, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I'm there, I don't wanna be there, you know, I'm there just so I can get the parents off my back, you know, but as soon as my little 30, 60, 90 day up time is up here, you know, I'm, you know, driving down to the border, you know, back to the, back, back to my life, right? Um, and I'm sitting there, and, and uh, I think I was about 30 days sober or so, and, uh, one of my great friends uh, takes his own life, right? Uh, he blows his brains out with a gun that I had gave him a few years back. And uh, I was all tore up about it. And I'm sitting there with, uh, 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 with my program director and I'm telling him, dude, I gotta go back, man. I don't think you understand it. I gotta be there for, for his family. I gotta be there for his girl. I gotta be there for the baby. You know, I gotta be there for the mom, you know? And he goes, be there how? I was like, I don't know, I just gotta be there. He's like, you mean financially? I was like, yeah, that too. He goes, you can send them money, right? I was like, well, you know, morally. Um, he went on to tell me a story about, about someone who had a very similar experience. And he said, uh, that person decided to dedicate his recovery to his friend. Uh, he said, why don't you just think about it overnight? And I said, okay. And I went and laid down and I thought about it a little bit and I still wasn't convinced. And I said, okay, I'll stay a little bit longer. Um, I was there about a, about a month longer and uh, my family, my mom, my dad, and my sister decided to drive my truck up here and leave it for me and fly back. The day before they, they went back, <clears throat> he had them sit across the room from me uh, and he told them to paint a picture of what it was really like for them when I was out there doing my thing, you know, using and drinking, living, living that lifestyle. And um, I got to watch my baby sister, whom I changed the diapers to, tell me that she was ashamed of me. I got to watch my other little sister tell me that she was afraid of me. I saw my mother sob and cry. My father told me, if you ever have a son, I hope you die before he does. Because it's a really bad feeling not knowing if your son's going to come home or not. Um, Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, the doctor's opinion, it says that there is little to no hope for my recovery unless I have a complete psychic change. And for some reason, that night was, uh, I think, when it happened for me. To me, for me, I don't know, something. Um, I remember telling myself, Sean, if you fuck this one up, right, if you fuck this one up, you're really fucked up. And uh, 
It was then when I came all the way in and I sat all the way down. Uh, I was uh, sitting with my, with my sponsor early on. I think it was like right after that. Uh, might have been right before, I don't remember. And, uh, and uh, I'm telling him, uh, I'm going gym, <laughs> gym. Yeah, I really want to stay so, I'm, I really want to get sober, Jim. I really want to get sober. And he goes, uh, <laughs> get sober. I go, yeah, I really want to get sober. He goes, well, shit, when was the last time you put anything in your body? And I said, I don't know, it's been a little while. And he looks at me and he goes, well, fuck, you're sober now. You know, you ain't going to get no more sober than this. This is about as sober as you're going to get. <laughs> right? Then he went on to say, he said, I think what you're trying to say is you want to stay sober. I said, yeah, yeah, Jim. Whew, I really want to stay sober, Jim. I really, really want to stay sober. And he goes, okay, yeah, that's cool and all, but uh, here's the thing. I said, yeah. He said, nobody gives a fuck about what you want, right? He goes, the, il the illness of alcoholism, right? He said, the illness, not my, not my illness, not her illness and not his illness, but the illness of alcoholism does not give a fuck about what I want. Then he asked me, uh, are you willing to do some shit you don't want to do? Um, I think I had that ounce of willingness in my body at the time when I said, uh, yes, and I lied. I wasn't at the time. <laughs> Willingness came later. <laughs> um, and I said, yes, yes, I am. He said, okay, this is where, this is where we get started. Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been a hell of a journey, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that, that you know, my, uh, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my worst day sober is better than my best day using, right? Because um, it's not all, you know, orgasms and butterflies, right? I still have shit days sometimes, right? But that's all there is. It's just a shit day. I was, I don't know, eight months, nine months sober. And uh, I had a really bad day at work. I had an argument with my boss. Uh, uh, you know, I got fucking rear-ended on the way home, right? This dude didn't have insurance. Yeah, fuck me, right? Uh, I was just a bad day, and I get home, and I say my little prayer, and I get into bed. Uh, right before I went to sleep, I close my eyes, and I open them back up, and I was like, holy shit. This is the worst day I've had in a really long time, and I haven't thought about using, and I haven't thought about not using either, right? Because realistically speaking, if I'm thinking about not using, I'm thinking about using. <laughs> um... And uh, that was one of those aha moments, right? You're talking to a junkie, right? To an alcoholic, to a drug addict, right? I couldn't stay sober for four days to save my life. My parole officer used to tell me, look, dude, you got this many failed UAs, right? Just one. I just need one clean one from you, dude. Just one for the fuck, <laughs> you know, for the love of all that is holy. Just one. And I'd go, okay, 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 I'm going to pass. Next one, next one, next one, next one's the one, next one's the one, right? And I'd fucking, I'd be smoking a joint, right? Fucking drinking a 40 on my way to go see him. I'm going, whew, I hope I pass this UA. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking insanity of it. Um, right before, uh, uh, so Eric calls me and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, can you speak tonight? And I go, uh, 
I'll let you know in 20 minutes. He goes, okay, right? I had a big job in front of me. Now I'm doing an oil cooler on this Jeep, which, you know, it's usually like a four, four and a half hour job. And I'm, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, nothing's broken. It's just a quick, you know, I've done a bunch of these. I should be able to knock it out in like an hour, hour and a half, right? If I do it real quick and I call him back and I'm like, yeah, I got it. I can do it. He's like, sweet. Okay, cool. And I'm, and I'm working fast and I'm doing my thing. And my boss goes, hey, Sean, I need a hand over here. And I stop and I go, you know, and he's like, I can't figure this out, how this works. You know, do you know wiring diagram on this? And I'm like, move, move here, yeah, I'll do it. And I do it real quick and I go back to the room. And I'm doing it real fast. And he goes, hey, Sean, I need your help over here. And I go, ugh. And I go back over there and I help him out real quick and I go back to what I was doing. And he goes, hey, Sean, I can't figure this out. And I go, fuck me. Right? And he looks at me and he goes, what crawled up your ass and died? Right? And I go, dude, you're slowing me down, man. I can't get shit done when you keep fucking asking me for help. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, um, in case you forgot, I'm the boss. Like, I still own this fine establishment here, right? Um, and uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got to be out of here, man. I, I got I to gotta get out of here. He goes, okay, well, then get out of here, dude, right? Finish what you're doing and get out of here. And uh, <laughs> I seem to, uh, uh, i wrap it up with this. I seem to uh, overwhelm myself a lot, right? Even with the, with, with the smallest task, I, I just overwhelmed myself. Um, so I just sat up here and, you know, talked for God knows how long. Um, and, and how blessed am I to have a room full of people that don't have a choice but to listen to me talk for a few minutes, right? <laughs> um, but all I've been trying to say this whole time is, uh, you know, I love you guys. Thanks for letting me share. Yeah.